Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life, a podcast for young adults about things few people know about and even fewer people actually do that will make them happy, effective, and successful in life. I'm your host, Joey Massio. If this is the third or the fourth episode you've listened to, then do me a favor, stop the episode and leave me a review right now. Because let's be real, you always forget after the episode. You've been telling yourself that you do it, but you keep forgetting. You know it's important. You know it'll help other people find the show and learn the secrets and have an awesome life, but you keep forgetting. So pause the episode right now and go leave me a review or rating. It's okay. I'll wait. And now, episode 20, How to Fail Successfully. I remember being unstoppable in high school when it came to auditioning. For my sophomore year, when I joined Drama, which launched my origin story, anything I auditioned for, I pretty much got. Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet, he's the bad guy. Puck in A Midsummer Night's Dream. John Proctor in The Crucible, both the lead roles. Auditioning to get into Chapman University's prestigious theater program. I mean, I wouldn't be denied. So when I went to the auditions at Disneyland to be the Mad Hatter, I thought, of course I'm going to nail this. And I did. At the end of the first day of auditions, I was the only one left standing, and they asked me to come back the next day for callbacks. I went home elated, thinking, I am totally going to get this. I'm the only one they're calling back for the role. I practiced the voice all night. The next day I showed up a little nervous slash excited, got my little visitor badge, and was shown to the room where day two of the Mad Hatter auditions were going to take place. I walk in, and there is a guy already sitting in there. Calm, comfortable, crocheting. Legit. Guys, he was crocheting. No visitor's badge. When the people who were auditioning us came in, They saw him and greeted him warmly, like they've been friends forever. Turns out this guy already worked at Disneyland. He was what is called a fuzzy, a character performer in one of the fuzzy head-to-toe costumes, like Pluto or Goofy. A less glamorous role that paid less, but a role at Disneyland nonetheless. He was there because they had separate auditions the day before, for current Disney employees. This guy was the only one from his group to get a callback. He also was buddies with the people who were going to be deciding who got the role. He auditioned first. Near perfection. Nailed the voice. Nailed the mannerisms. Was absolutely hilarious. That big jerk. It's my turn. I'm All in my head about myself now, and I botch it completely. I was mediocre at best. So, of course, the other guy gets the part. I failed miserably. I still wanted to work at Disneyland, so I auditioned to be a fuzzy two weeks later, and I got it, along with the other 50 people who fit into the costumes. Walking around in a shag carpet sleeping bag is not as glamorous as being the better paid actually seen face character. Uh, And I got to occasionally share a break room with a guy who got the Mad Hatter role over me. So that was fun. 
But months later, I auditioned again for the Mad Hatter, and I got it. This time, I was the unexpected guy in the room on day two, crocheting. Okay, I don't know how to crochet, but you get the point. I got the part, and I absolutely loved it. One of the best and most fun jobs I've ever had. At the end of this episode, I'll do the voice for you. But those months between failing and getting the role, I remember being incredibly envious and super bitter. Not just at the guy who got it over me, but at myself for not doing better. Like I said, I failed miserably. Now, when I say that, I don't just mean that I failed during the audition, that I came up short, though that totally happened too. I mean that I failed at failing. I didn't fail successfully. That's a thing. It's actually today's secret for an awesome life. Most people want to teach you how to be successful. I want to teach you how to fail successfully. Then success will follow. There is an applicable quote here. Saints are just sinners who keep on trying. I guess it would be more applicable if it went, face characters are just fuzzies who kept on auditioning. But the idea is the same. So how do you fail successfully? First, get straight on how self-confidence ties into the mix. Often the idea of being successful is synonymous with being self-confident. Self-confident people are successful, right? Yeah, possibly. But knowing how to fail successfully is what true self-confidence is. The fallacy is that people lack self-confidence and they fail and they fail and they fail until one time they get it. They win. Then they start becoming confident. And they somehow capitalize on that. And like a rolling snowball, they gain more confidence as they get more wins and successes than they attain the title of successful. And now they are confident individuals. But that's a little oversimplified and kind of not true. Success doesn't always lead to self-confidence. And self-confidence doesn't always lead to success. I would say I'm a pretty successful public speaker. When I need to give a talk at church or give a presentation to a large group at work, I generally do a great job. Not always, but generally. People wrongly assume that because of that, I must not be nervous before I get up to speak. That's not true. I do get nervous, sometimes really nervous. But I know that no matter how it goes, whether it's wildly successful or a horrendous fail, I can handle it. That's right, I can handle the failure, which is different than caring if I fail. Yes, I would always prefer not to fail. I always care if I fail or not. But self-confidence tells me that even if I fail, I'll be okay. I can even gracefully fail, or what we call an improv, fail big. When it comes to failing, go big or go home. What does that look like? Well, have you ever seen someone who almost seems happy that they were embarrassed? Excited that they blew it so terribly? Oh my goodness, I was so embarrassed! Or, dude, I botched that horrifically! Doesn't that just seem like they are oozing confidence? You're like, um, guys, that's not how you fail. You're uh, doing it wrong. <laughs> 
Maybe we're doing it wrong and they're doing it right. They are succeeding at failing. How do they even do that? They don't stack negative emotions. Being embarrassed that you fell flat on your face is pretty much unstoppable. But being embarrassed that you are embarrassed is optional. Being bummed that you didn't win is normal. But being bummed that you're so bummed is optional. What would happen if you were okay being bummed? (gasps) Can he do that? I don't think he can do that. Yes, you can. Self-confidence is knowing you can handle the emotions of failing. It's the ability to successfully experience failure. It's not being awesome all the time. It's knowing that you can handle the moments that aren't awesome. Self-confidence is the ability to try something, fail, and say, yeah, that, that wasn't that bad. And to do that with everything in your life. It's to not be afraid of failure, comments from other people, or the worst case scenario, because that's when something seems scary, when our brain is playing the worst case scenario on repeat. Then we think, well, I can't do that, I'll fail. But self-confident people say, yeah, I can do that. And you say, you can do that scary thing? And they say, no, no, I can fail at doing that scary thing. And then you say, so you can't do that scary thing. And the self-confident person says, oh, I don't know, but I know how to fail at doing it, which means they know how to handle the emotions that might come from a possible failure. So much so that failure doesn't seem to bother them. They don't look at it as bad. They even know that things that other people will say because of their failure has nothing to do with them and everything to do with the person saying it. Like if someone dogs on them because they fail, they can say, Silly rabbit, failing is for winners. Because no winner has won anything worth winning before they have failed at something worth winning. So, here are the three steps to how to fail successfully. First, process the knee-jerk emotion that comes right after the failure. The emotion that just seems impossible to stop from happening. Processing an emotion involves you experiencing it, allowing it to be there and not adding another negative emotion on top of it. All right, I'm so angry that I'm angry. Number two, don't let failure affect your individual worth because your worth has absolutely nothing to do with your successes. Go check out my episode three, The Source of Ultimate Power. I go into it deeper in that episode. And number three, the last step, don't let failure stop you. You only fail when you stop trying to succeed. Failing can seem especially hard when success seemed assured, guaranteed. You were counting on it, like me at the Mad Hatter audition. But failing horribly does you no good, creates nothing, and is a waste of time and energy. An old friend of mine would probably put it this way. I know it sounds silly, but Failing successfully is the key to success. (laughs) Now, where's my tea? No, seriously, I was promised tea. Where did it go? Where is it? Is it in here? No, that's empty. (laughs) Get it? Empty. That's my least favorite kind of tea. Empty. There's no tea here. And on my birthday, even. Where? Alice? Where's that silly girl? Alice? 
the greatest athletes in the world had a coach, someone there to get the best out of them, to point out where they could improve their game, to become the player they want to be. Do you realize you're playing a game? It's the game of life. Do you have a coach? One who knows what they're doing? If not, consider signing up for a free coaching session with me. I help young adults apply these secrets and skills to help improve any area of their life, to level up their game. So head over to firmlyfounded.com to sign up. If you're under 18, send your parent over to sign you up for a free 30-minute coaching workshop with me. 30 minutes could help you make the next 30 years of your life more awesome.